Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Sean Mendez, Rolling Stone, gay remarks sparks fierce debate. Ariana Grande's burn book breaks the internet. Neil deGrasse Tyson accused. Why Hollywood is still in Me Too crisis mode. Inside Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's epic wedding. Plus Kid Rock versus Joy Behar. All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for December 2nd, 2018. I'm Alina Vision, and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Cap. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Meet the Hollywood Press. Sorry we dipped last week, <laughs> but it was the holiday. Alina, yeah. welcome. Thank you. So glad to be back. It's going to be a good show. Happy Sunday, fun day. Yes. Meet the Hollywood Press. We keep trying to make it a thing, but it's kind of like oh, fetch. It's a thing. You think it's a thing? <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> We're trying to do hashtag me, THP, Sunday, fun day. We'll get it there. We'll get it there. I should tell you some good news. So I was looking on and I was uh, texting with Kevin Undergar, our uh-huh. executive producer and the founder of After Buzz this morning because I was telling him. I was looking on Apple um, Podcasts, and within all of After Buzz's podcasts, we are like 24th, which Yay. I'll take because Vanderpump is number one. That's a hard <laughs> right. one to compete with. But considering, uh, and so I, I texted. We're going to get to number one. We're going to get there. I just want to be in the top 10 where it's, so it's listed in here. There you go. <laughs> I was always like, what is that based on, the podcast or the video views? I'm like, okay. Anyway, I was very happy to see that. So thank you to the viewers that are sticking Absolutely. with us. Um I saw something on Instagram this week. You, was that your directorial (laughs) debut? Tell our viewers about it. That's right. So I'm directing a music video. Really excited about. So it should be coming out within the next week. Um, yes. Yeah. And working with our producer of Meet the Hollywood Press, Juliet. Right. Juliet. And, and Daryl. And also Daryl, who's the producer of BHL, Black Hollywood Live here yes. after Buzz. We also had a crew of Phil Svitek, who's an, another executive producer yes. at After Buzz, and Khalil, too. So, yeah, it's. Been, We're breaking into the music industry. Well, actually, I've always produced. No, music not you, videos. but After Buzz TV. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. We're bringing it all in. But okay. yeah, I produced music videos. That's how I got my start. In the business and okay. you know, started Wonderful. directing. Wonderful, and you yeah. had a good weekend. Absolutely. I yeah. actually went to my second ever gay wedding last night, which Yay. I'm wearing the same outfit because, like Tiffany Haddish, it's Calvin Klein, so you got to get good use out of it <laughs> <laughs> more than use. But without um, any more of our uh, banter, I want to welcome to the back to the Meet the Hollywood Press uh, desk, <laughs> Madison Sloan Brodsky from ET Live. I love how you say my full name. Like, I, I love, love it. The world it's a distinguished name. name. It's a pretty name. It's a beautiful yeah. name. It's well, like should be you. an author. It's very gen- Sarah Jessica Parker feel to it. Hey, I'll take I love that. it. I love it. It's in your well, it's in your lower third right now. <laughs> okay, good. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank you. And you know what's really funny? Yes. You walked in today and I saw this outfit. Yes. And the first thing I said was outfit repeater. <laughs> and then you came up with this whole Tiffany. How to story. I know. Yeah. I my question. Here's my question. 
are you being an outfit repeater or have you just not gone home oh, since last night? Oh, I, I wish I had a good story. You know what? I wish oh, I had. I, I did good go catch. home, curled up in bed with Nat. All I was thinking about at the wedding was like, oh, I don't want to get home and watch the Trevor Noah comedy <laughs> special. Which, That's by the way, did you watch? It's good. It's, I watched it. So it's good. good. Yeah, so it's good. good. Highly recommended yes. to our Meet the Hollywood Press. Okay, so... ET Live, you yes. are killing it over there. Congratulations. Thank you so much. For those of our viewers who don't know, Entertainment Tonight, um, the number one syndicated uh, entertainment news magazine, launched a 24 7 streaming, streaming platform. Live streaming. Which, live streaming platform, which, by the way, way ahead in the game because yeah. it, it, we've always <laughs> said this. I, you know, full disclosure, used to work for Access Hollywood, which is a direct competitor, if you can even say that at this point, because Entertainment Tonight has pulled so far and just. I always said back when I was the digital guy for them that the shows in that um, genre, the ones that were going to survive were the ones that were going to get. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In the digital game, right? the fastest and quickest, and E.T. is doing that. Oh, yeah. And this is just yes. the start. This is our soft launch. So we're going to be big time with a lot of new big ideas and new different kinds of shows in the coming months. So yeah. look forward to that in the new year. Congratulations. Exciting. I love it. I watch yeah. it. And I, lo- I have the app. I downloaded the app. I Thank highly you. recommend everybody. Like ET Everyone Live. download the app. Exactly. Yes. It's important. Yes. You get your breaking news right away. Right away. You do it. Um, okay, so let's get to our stories. Woo! Yes. Okay, We're so. Sean Mendez. Okay. Sean <laughs> Mendez Rolling Stone cover, which by the way, I just want to preface the whole conversation because I'm of two mindsets on this. Um, I am a Shawn Mendes fan, even though I could be his dad. Literally, I was reading the cover story to learn that his dad is, like, my age. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I listen to his music. So, I mean, it goes... he is my age. Yes, and he's your age. It goes to show you there's one degree of separation between a gay man my age and a teenage girl and their music tastes. So so I do like Shawn Mendes. I think he's, I've been at his, one of his performances, his Spotify listen perform. couldn't be more gracious of, and not like phony, authentic. I read the the Rolling Stone article that started to get a lot of heat, and, it, and so to give viewers a little catch up, paraphrasing here with some of the quotes, but essentially what he started to say in the um, cover story was, one of the biggest things, he's very neurotic, like the, the cover story was called like Confessions of a Neurotic uh, Teenage Pop Idol or something to that effect. And he said it's this five-year uh, rumor that's followed him around that he's gay. And so in the quotes, he started to say that he's not, he feels like he has to like go out in public and be seen with a girl to sort of prove that he's not. He had, a, he had in the past also did a video where he a while ago with all the YouTube comments were piling up about he's gay, he's gay. And so he ends up uh, sort of like looking at all these comments and looking at social media about his mannerisms. And so he copped to the fact that yes, I'm more feminine, but I am not gay. I am not gay. And he says that he hates that even though in his heart he knows that there's nothing wrong with being gay there's still a side of him that cares about that people are saying this about him 
So with you reading the article, I want to – and this is one of the reasons I also had you here, not not just that, but for our next story for the RN. You'll be perfect to speak to this. Is this a generational um, thing where he's telling his truth and it's almost like these heteronormative uh, images of men where it's like you break down the barriers at, at in your age group where it's like – it doesn't matter. Guys wear makeup. Guys dress this way. Guys may be more effeminate, but it doesn't have anything to do. What is no, your... I think that we are finally in a time period where maybe older generations aren't as accepting because they're still living in their same mindset that they were raised in. Yeah. But my generation is very open-minded and very accepting for the majority of the time. And I think that we as press and we as fans are creating this into a story. I don't think that the Sean Mendez, is he gay, is he not, is a story. Yes. I think that you are allowed to have your own sexuality. Yes. And it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Sean Mendez is a great performer. He is a great artist. He's so kind to mm-hmm. everybody that he meets. Everybody has a great story about him. Yeah. And he's an ally to the LGBTQ community. He's constantly doing fundraisers and charity events and stuff like that. He's only 20 years old, and I don't know about you. I was at Jingle Ball in L.A. Yes. fans, girls, guys, everyone screaming for him. They love and him. They love him. So it doesn't matter what his sexuality is. It's just heartbreaking to me that he has to go through this and feel like he has to prove his sexuality in order to feel accepted within our society and within the music group. So, okay, Alina, what are your thoughts on that for question? And then I want to get to the next question about it. So I feel a lot the same way that Madison does. You know, for my generation, like she said, we're very open and very accepting. And for me, I'm like, why does it even matter if he's gay or not? Um, But I saw what he was saying in the article because there's so much pressure put on these young performers and not even just performers, but I just feel the younger generation, you know, with Instagram and social media and the likes and just wanting to be accepted constantly. It's like this constant flow daily that it like it gets into your, you know, psyche. And I don't think he was saying, you know, I have to go out there and prove that I'm not gay to say that, you know, being gay is bad. That's not his. Yes. Thing, um, but I think he was really self-aware to say, you know, yeah, I am a little offended, and that's me. Like yes. this is me, take it or leave it. And I don't think people should really have to judge him, you know, if he's gay or not. He's talented, and he's like you said, an ally to the LGBT community, and that should be what's and important. And there's so many other things that we can be talking about here when it right. comes to Sean Mendes. I mean, he's self-taught. He learned how to play all of his instruments by himself by watching YouTube videos. He was self-discovered through Vine. He has three studio albums, which all debuted at the top of the U.S. Billboard 200, the first one making him one of the five artists ever to debut at number one before the age of 18, and the third one making him the third youngest artist to achieve three number one albums. Look how prepared which, you like, are. I needed to bring that up, though, because yeah. he's so amazing as an artist, and I think he's so downplayed because people, again, care yeah. more about his personal life, and that comes in play with social media. Okay, right? so here's here's my... Okay, so when I initially saw the con, the quotes, when I woke up that day and I saw that it was blowing up all over social media, I read just the quotes out of context of the entire cover story. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction, okay, from... Both a gay man who came out at 19, okay? But that's not... And this is going back, like, 20... 20... Like, 20 years ago. Like, (laughs) something around 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so... uh, So, 
that wasn't even the norm then. So, like, it's gotten to be where kids younger and younger and younger. And he's also Canadian. So I was troubled by not Sean necessarily, I guess, feeling his guard was down and speaking his truth, but rather uh, who's guiding him. Because I know that these cover stories more often than not. Now, unless I don't know the details if, like, I know the cover story of uh, writer for Rolling Stone was shadowing him and was spending, like, time in it. But you obviously have a team around because here's where I go with this. He's 20 years old. Sean Mendez may not even know himself what he is. We have to take him at his word. He says he's straight, then he said then he's straight, okay, for all intents and purposes. But if this kid for down the line discovers this and if his team right now does know that there that he is potentially, I think it's poor poor uh, PR strategy because play it like Ricky Martin played it because what's going to happen is this kid comes out 10 years from now because again his entire fan base now you girls are saying you don't think it matters do you really not think it matters isn't it the fantasy for a lot of these teenage girls that like Sean Mendez could sing them to sleep at night and be their boyfriend I sure, mean, but, but at the same time, had it, Ricky Martin, and I still yeah. love Ricky Martin. But you I didn't know he was gay Martin. when he was out. No, back in the day, no. And he wouldn't speak to it. But see, right. I, as a gay man in the community, did know that Ricky, there right. was always those. Everyone knew that he was. And I think that what, okay, so where Sean is trying to say that, or there's articles out there that are putting this on that the LGBT, which I agree with, the LGBT community uh, perpetuates this because there's a lot of like gay men that probably wish he was and they're perpetuating it rather than just let it alone however though he just opened up Pandora's box and I to me okay if I was guiding him I would just say don't speak about it it's not anyone's business when you choose to talk about when you're dating and in a relationship talk about it Ricky Martin to me was so pitch perfect on how he handled it because then when he did come out it was embraced I feel like if Sean continues to like all through his 20s and all through his early 30s deny 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 deny, and all of a sudden it's like oh by the way I am gay the gay community at that point is going to be like well F you because it's like there had to be at some point he came to that real so I guess I'm up here's the difference you keep comparing Sean to Ricky and I think it's very different because Ricky didn't grow up in the social media age that we're in right now Sean feels the need to express himself himself on social media. Think about it. Haley Baldwin, his last girlfriend, is now married to Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is around his age, just a few years older. He's married. Nick Jonas, a few years older. He's now married as of this weekend. All of these teen pop sensations that all of us women and men alike look up to and they want that like fantasy of them singing us to bed that night. Yeah. <laughs> They're all married. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he's one of the last ones left right now, and he probably feels the need to be like, I'm single because I want to, and this is why. And people keep saying, and he's bringing 20. in the he gay sh- sexuality thing to it. And he should be single he's, at like, 20. Like, don't get married yeah. at 20. <laughs> you, you bring up Bieber at a good point. I feel like Justin Bieber made all the money in the world now and just doesn't feel like he suffers from you know anxiety issues and whatever and doesn't want to be working right now and has made a bazillion dollars that he just kind of was like oh what else do I have to do is get married and have kids I already like him yes but here's (laughs) the thing but then it not I'm not going to do an armchair like psychology diagnosis here but like that's my whole issue with the fact that people have kids and get married too young they're still kids but while they're and then you screw up a whole next generation of, uh, and, and I say that from a person who who has like suffered from mental, you know, mental health things and done that, and like all that is like environmental factors coming into the world too early, having screwed up, you know, it just 
how do I say this without saying I was kind Justin of Bieber's almost like feels like he's bored uh, in cer- certain ways so now I'm just gonna be like married and be like I mean you don't think those social media posts are like way over the top like we we get it you, you know think what? your wife's no, hot no because I saw I was walking home actually from yeah. Starbucks which is Starbucks for those who don't know I'm not telling you where I live but it's yeah. literally <laughs> a two minute walk from my apartment to Starbucks and as I was walking out of Starbucks, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber were walking in. And yeah. I was, like, kind of watching them from afar. And I was like, you know what? They're really cute together. Like, yeah. you can genuinely see how much they love each other. And before, I was totally not on board for them. Because I was like, Justin Bieber should be mine, not hers. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you were just going to say them, Selena. I know. I you thought really, you were going you to Selena. Me a, she said, no, me. You me a, you. No. <laughs> I threw myself in that pot. <laughs> you girl. But you know what? After seeing them, I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. I love it. Okay. So then, I guess, okay, I'm, you said I was comparing them. This is what I'm going to say. If Sean is telling the truth and he is absolutely straight, I don't have any knowledge of that. I can only go by industry whispers, go by, you know, uh, he and was how saying. How did they know? He was exactly. saying. He was saying he was. Well, but how did anybody know that, like, uh, for instance, Ricky Martin? I mean, you can't discount, like, when well placed people within the Hollywood and music industry are saying something. It's in numbers. It's like somewhere it's along the. But somewhere along the lines, there's like there's there's some credibility depending, and this is how I judge it. If I don't, if I've never got firsthand knowledge of like I actually know a person who has slept with a person, I'm not going to perpetuate a rumor like that. Okay, but if you know that where the source. I go by the sources that are telling me things if I think it's credible because you would know that they have access to know that information. That's all I'm going to say. So I do find it to be also I had 15 female cousins, so I like to play with makeup. and Well, if you read any kind of like psychology book about this, nine out of 10 guys who naturally played with dolls, myself included, when they were a baby, turn out to be gay. There's all these factors that just to me, it was very I, I feel for him. He's 20 years old. Leave, leave Sean alone, you know, yes, like leave yeah. him alone. But I also think if the kid turns out to be gay, poor, poor management and guidance on how he's dealing with it in the press. Don't talk about it. Stop talking about it. That's how I feel. Don't talk Same. about it. Stop saying I'm don't stand on a soapbox and say I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And because you're you could potentially have a team that's saying we got to protect your millions we got to protect the next you know you got to do this for another 10 years but so I you're set for life wrong the his fan base is so open-minded right. that they don't care if he's okay but not. if that was but is that true or not because i, I think it, i true. think it's you true. could okay so yeah. you're both females that you go to movies if you had matt bomer playing who is openly gay playing mm-hmm. like the romantic lead in a movie with a girl there's not the remote thing that you're like, oh, when he actually sleeps with men in real life. Yep. That, I no. still think he's hot. Really? I still yes, think he's and hot I too. still think he's hot, and I still want to see everything he's in. See, because Agreed. I yes. never bought, like, and I didn't buy Anne Hayes, even though she is with a guy now, but, like, I never bought her as, like, a female lead, like, you, I don't know. There's something off about it for me when, like, a lesbian is trying to play, like, a romantic lead, and you're like, yeah, she, but she's a lesbian, you but know? it's, it's just, the fantasy like, aspect. I, can't have I her, think the fantasy aspect is I can't have her at so my important. pool party. I mean, like, she's a lesbian. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> mean girls. <laughs> We're being mean girls today, guys. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that gives me a good transition, actually. All right. Yeah. God bless Sean. Keep making music. Keep, yeah. be, you do you. Exactly. You do you. Yeah. And now, Mean Girls, that brings us to our transition. Ariana Grande. 
epic video this week. Ep- broke. Iconic. I- oh, is it iconic? Is it's, it's, iconic. Is it- it's iconic. This has earned iconic status already. I-C-O-N-I-C. I love the girl. Don't get me wrong. Okay, so can we run a little quick clip and then we'll talk about this. Thank you. Oh, I was ready. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought that song stuck in my head for weeks now. There it is. Okay, Sonia, we'll come back in. Madison, you have so much to say about this because <laughs> you interviewed who, okay, Jonathan Bennett, who friends of both of ours, we know, yes. and he played Aaron Samuels, the love interest of Caddy, Lindsay Lohan, and Regina George mm-hmm. in the original movie. She cast him in the uh, the video. Correct. Okay, the video for who hasn't seen it, but if you look at the views, I think everyone is, that's watching this Pretty has much. seen it. Iconic. It, it takes on a parody of like the three iconic, like Legally Blonde um, with Reese Witherspoon, Bring It On with Kirsten Dunst, Mean Girls, and then 13 a, Going On 30. 13 Going On 30, which was an interesting choice because I I do love that movie. It was an interesting oh, it choice. it totally makes sense. Yeah, I can it explain does. It. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, so as you kind of mentioned, you started to mention it. Bo- it broke both records for both Vivo and YouTube, mm-hmm. which yeah. is insane. Yeah, I was jamming to it this morning. It's been stuck in my head for weeks, but it has so many cameos. Before I get into the whole conversation with Jonathan, I kind of want to break down some of the yeah, little Easter eggs that Ask I thought was do. amazing. Please do. Okay, so the burn book, the famous burn book in Mean Girls. Whenever you do something wrong to piss to make the plastics upset, yes. You put a picture in the burn book and you write something about them, right? Yes. Do you have a favorite from the burn book? From the burn book? In Me Girls. Amber Delestio made out with a hot dog. Yeah. Perfect example. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, that was one time. <laughs> Train I pack is a growth ski bitch. Yeah. So you get the okay, thing. Yeah, 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 you get. Okay. okay, so if you look closely, because you know, I did, of course. Yes. She put all of her exes in the burn book and said something about them. Huge, she said about. about. <laughs> we were going to get there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay, so Ricky first. <laughs> you may know Ricky because Ricky was the ex that she licked the donuts with yes. in public. Right. right. So he, she said, great dancer, good times, man, friends forever. So I guess they ended on a good note. Yes. Right? Big Sean, so cute, so sweet, and in parentheses, could still get it. Oh, so do we oh, think that's okay. going to happen again? Oh wow, okay. <laughs> do you think that'll happen again? Do you no. think maybe a reconnection? No, you no. don't think so. You think no? Way I think past? Ari- I think Ariana is as she turns into. I am so impressed with her. She turns into a young, blossoming woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to go backwards and revisit. I think she's going to keep moving forward. I All do. Right. So maybe like a one night stand situation. With no, her I ex. think she means could still get it. Like you know. You know, call me yeah. like yeah. late at night. Two a.m. Yeah, well, Big <laughs> Sean take the hint. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You should probably take the hint then. I think that'd be good for him. Yes. Um, Pete, I love you always, and huge. And as we know yes. from many SNL promos. Yes. Do you want to go there? BDE, Big yeah. Dick Energy. Is that yeah. okay to say on After Buzz? Yeah, I, don't I think know. it that's is. Why I gave it to we're you. not controlled yeah. by that. It's, that's why I yeah. tossed it. Yeah. I've heard it say, if it's said on SNL, I feel yeah. like we're okay we're to good. say it. So BDE, so, yes. So he's Malcolm. endowed, and the mom also yes. confirmed it, which it's interesting because how does a mom know? Because, like, you can't tell. Right, past a certain age, like, you yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, you, you shouldn't see it still. <laughs> so did she know from, like, baby out the like, gate? 
I mean, wow. I guess. It's kind of weird when a mom knows. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I mean, she, she must have known out told. the gate. <laughs> okay, I guess she Maybe knows. Maybe Ariana had like a heart-to-heart conversation yeah. about <laughs> <I> also, <laughs> sex life. I also mom. take that as two things, too, because she's she's saying uh, huge, but it also could be like, you know, Trump, huge. You know, it's huge. Like, it could be like... Why do we have to bring Trump into because this? Because I think it's too... I think she's, I think she's being smart. Like, by the way, sorry I dipped created the best memes yeah. <laughs> online ever. But go ahead. So I, I think it's both. I think it's both. Because she okay. didn't you see how she was reading the book about immigration? She's very uh, um, in tune to mm-hmm. politics, also. Yeah, I think a lot of that happened once the Manchester. Shooting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Continue. Um, and then Malcolm, of course, the ex that she fell head over heels for, who unfortunately isn't with us today. Yeah. Um, she didn't write him in the book at all, so I guess he didn't do anything wrong that's worth sharing to the world. Yeah. But he, she did look up and sing "He's an Angel" to yes. heavens. So I think that was a sweet little tribute. Well, she, I think yeah. it's good she didn't put him in the. You yeah. don't talk about my. I was always talk wrong. You don't talk about the dead. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I absolutely loved is in 13 Going on 30, she walks past a woman in a bridal dress. And in the teaser, everyone thought it was going to be her because all you could see was the back of her. I'm glad she wasn't the one in the wedding dress. I'm glad she took the Jennifer Gardner position because when you get married, that's like your moment. Why yeah. put on a wedding dress right. when it's not your moment? Yeah. Before yeah. your moment. Yeah. Yes. You know? Wait, uh, hold on. I missed that part of the video. Jennifer Garner's in it. No, Jennifer. She looks no, like Jennifer. No, she looks Garner. like Jennifer. Garner. But Jennifer what are you saying about the wedding dress? Like, because that part of the video I don't remember. So, 13 going on 30. Um, I know the movie. Mark Ruffalo's yeah, character yeah. gets married, right? Exactly. And Jennifer Garner's in love with him and, like, walks past. Yes. You know? It's when she's it's carrying, like, the big when she's doll walking past doll the doll 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 Oh, doll. Yeah. so yeah. in the wedding dress is not Ariana. It's just, not Ariana. But everyone thought it was an Ariana. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. In the teaser. What a clever video. So clever. Homage. What did you think? I liked it. I liked that it was like an homage to all, you know, the favorite teen movies. I think she did a great job. And so creative. The Kris Jenner part, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank you, next bitch. We all know how I feel about the Kardashian-Jenner family, but I got to admit, that was a funny... Because it's actually so perfect because the character played by Amy Poehler was totally Kris Jenner. Like, Mm -hmm. Amy Poehler's character is totally... Like, it just was cast perfectly. Perfectly. Like, perfectly. But did you see the memes that that generated? I saw ones where they had Kim, they had Chris Jenner like frozen with the camera, and they're going, "It's like Chris Jenner during Kim and Ray J's." Oh, you're doing sex amazing, team. sweetie. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite Chris oh my Jenner God. moment. It's so funny. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. And it's funny because you're doing that meme, yeah. they go hand in hand with each other. Oh my God, so it was perfect. crazy. Yeah, um, it was crazy. So now I spoke to Jonathan Bennett about the music yes. video, who of course starred in it, and he said how this whole thing kind of went down is he um, met Ariana and her mom at a Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Haven't talked to her in years. Next thing you know, he gets a phone call asking to be on the video. And he's like, you don't turn down an Ariana music video cameo. Of course I'm going to go. So he goes, he said he spent hours in the hair and makeup chair as they try to make him look 23 again. Yes. And he was loving it. He said he took a million selfies. See, look how good that is. But, absolutely, so but he good. actually, he hasn't really, he I hasn't mean, aged. aged. We've yeah, seen Jonathan in person. He's so blessed in that he sense. Actually, he yeah. was being modest saying that he spent that much time. Yeah. He doesn't look old. Like, he hasn't aged. True, but still, the hair is different. I think they it's the hair, yeah. Before he wears the hair, because yeah. yeah. his yeah. hair looks sexy, pushed back, right? Exactly. 
Um, so Ariana grew up loving these movies. Yeah. So as soon as he got on set and saw Ariana, she saw her from behind oh. and literally thought it was Rachel McAdams who plays Regina George. Yeah. He didn't realize it was actually Ariana. He called out Rachel, actually thinking that Rachel was also making a cameo. And then when Ariana turned around, he was like, oh my God, it's Ariana Grande. Yeah. And Ariana Grande goes... Oh my god, it's Aaron, Aaron Samuels! Samuels. <laughs> yeah, and she was fangirling almost more than he was because he loved the movie. So, so much. even more, just to get off topic for a second, uh, Liz Gillies, who plays Fallon on Dynasty, mm-hmm. one of my favorites, she looks Identical. just like Lindsay. It's now, insane, Lindsay yeah. Lowens, though, uh, she kind of shaded her in, in on Instagram. She should just, like, Lindsay, you got a new show coming out. She's, Liz Gillies is of now the now generation, and she basically goes, oh, great, but, like, there's no one better than the original okay. Lindsay Lowen. It's like, I can't. oh, yeah. God. It was just, just so ridiculous. I can't. Lindsay, if you want to make cameos in here, like, come make cameos. cameos. But, like, yeah. stop teasing something that's not going to happen. That's going to happen. Like, she kept teasing that she's going to be in Life Size 2, which premieres tonight on ABC. And she's not. She was given a role, and she decided not to show up for it. This really happened? What? This really happened. Oh, we'll get to that then uh, in a second. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, next, Lindsay. Thank you, next. Oh um, Excuse me. Okay, so fast forward to just... Really quickly, as we wrap this, wind this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it broke Vivo records, so it was like yes. uh, it's now the number one. Who did it knock out of the spot? That was hold. Do you know who was Good holding? The- I don't know that because I, I know, know it was like one D. I remember when I was still covering this on a daily basis. Like One Direction had held it, and then it was um, who knocked One Direction? Oh, uh, the K-pop supergroup. That's yes. what it was. K-pop. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she just knocked K-pop out for the Vivo record. Yeah. By the way, she's having crazy. she's been solid all along. Like I love her, but she is really blowing up to me. Like she was big before, yeah. but this is next level. What I think I, it also plays into social media because again, yeah. she's been teasing and teasing and teasing. How often do we get a teaser reel that was three minutes long? Yes. Before the music video drops. Yeah. A blooper reel. And yeah. a behind-the-scenes reel, all for one music video. Completely smart. And by the way, we should mention, she's managed by Scooter Braun, who's just right. a genius. A genius. Completely a genius. Yeah. My last little bit that I want to tell you about Jonathan Bennett, because I thought it was really sweet. Yes. And it was a little E.T. exclusive. Okay. Um, he told us, we said, you're still playing Aaron Samuels how many years later? What does that mean to you? It's like 20, right? Because they celebrated the 20? Wasn't it the 20? Something. No, Jonathan can't be that old. Because he was 23 when he was playing... Aaron Samuels. I think he's like... I think, yeah. I think he's like... My wow. Age. Okay. But hold well, on. Uh, mean Girls had an anniversary. Was it like the 20th this year? No. So Mean Girls came out Ten in year. 2000, uh, 2004. 10 year. Or no, like 15 like year. 14, 15. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, Sorry. so okay. we asked him about that. And he said, I will forever be Aaron Samuels and that is okay. Yes. Here is why. I used to hate it. It would never let me book any roles because I was always viewed as Aaron Samuels. One day when his dad had brain cancer, they went out to lunch on one of his final days, and these two waitresses came up to him and were like, I really want a picture. Do you mind? And they interrupted his lunch with his dad, who was passing away. Yes. And he was really annoyed, took the picture. Afterwards, his dad goes, stop. Look through the window right now. Look at those two girls. They're so happy just because you took two seconds out of your day yeah, to take that true. picture. It is. Because it's of iconic. That, 
you have this power and this platform to just genuinely make people happy. So he said he will play Aaron Samuels for the rest of his life if he has to, if that means this world gets a little happiness through everything that we're all going through. It's great. And I thought that was beautiful. No, it's great. Well, also just because if you get, like, bring it back to a business standpoint... I don't even think it's necessarily when these actors are so typecast into a specific role that it's that they hate being typecast, but it's that they're brand- they gotta they gotta Can't eat. Live. So yeah. it's more just like not booking roles to stay afloat for the rest of your adult life. So what he's done, which is really smart, we should say, is now really embracing. He released uh, the, the Burn, Burn Cook book. And now he's capitalized, which is totally, uh, uh, totally, totally uh, intelligent to do that. Such a chini Alfredo. Like, how smart. smart. It's really smart. Anyway, we love the video. We love that Ariana um, broke the internet. And by the way, I just really like, she, um, what I like about her, she embodies a strong woman value-wise, but she's still sexy. Like, she'll wear... Like, that can... Like, it's like... That can go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. There seems to be there... Like, even in, like, the feminists, within feminists, you debate on this. Like, even when we were going through, which we're going to get to, the Me Too movement stuff, um, that it's... There's something where you can't be sexy and dress sexy and look sexy, but then, what, also be um, an empowered... Feminist, like it, it can go hand in hand. Absolutely, makeup and being a feminist. And she has can such go a hand. young fan base because of Victorious, and I think it's a great role model for so many young yeah. women to have right now. Yeah, excellent. Thank you for all those nuggets. You're welcome. You're so yes. prepared. Always. Where did you intern? Did you intern for any good? Any good? Selfless plug. Did you intern for go. any great? Any great um, editors ever? I don't know. Just this guy named Joseph Anthony Couch. <laughs> oh my God. You mean Conan? Yes. Oh, Yes, Conan O'Brien. We should say that. Okay, so moving on. What are we on time just before so I can know what where I... Like, 10 minutes? Are we going yeah, to Nick and Priyanka? So. Yes. Oh, yes. Inside Nick and Priyanka. Okay. I just want to say why I love this couple. You know me. I hate drippy dress. Like, I couldn't be care less about the royals or the weddings. Everyone was like... I was angry that CNN was, like, covering the royal wedding cover to cover. Uh Priyanka and Nick, I've always been a Nick Jonas fan because I just love his career and I love what he's done. And I think there's a little Jersey pride there, like him and his three brothers. Like, I have two brothers. Um, I interviewed him. Gracious, smart. Just, he's likable and he's talented. But this is what I like about them. They're not showy. Like, it was sort of like you saw them at the Met Ball. They both have legitimate careers. She is a like a superstar over in you know uh, Bollywood and all that. She cut to me. It's like again and in Hollywood now. She's broken through in yeah, Hollywood. She's not yeah, a well, Hollywood with, star anymore. yeah. Well, with the yeah. show, to me, I so it's like two legitimate um, c- people's with careers for talent, talent, and it's like. Yeah, I would. Lo- I like that the public obsesses on it because it's almost like they don't go out to use like their romance as the reason to be famous. It's just the it's the after effect. Like they got together and everyone's like, "Oh my god, we love them." The dance off. Let's just watch a piece of that video though at their wedding. That's amazing. Amazing. 
Amazing. Amazing. I just have one little bone to pick about it. Yes. Where was E.T. Lies live cameras to cover the to entire cover? thing? Well, you tell us. Nick. Come on, Priyanka. <laughs> Where's the invite? We would have loved that. What can you tell us about? Tell us a little insight. Any, any side dish you're hearing about yeah. the wedding? I know okay, people so had some details, and, and they've actually been controlling their own messaging on the yeah, wedding, which, which I love, I love too. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, on point. Um, Nick and Priyanka's wedding wasn't just full of romance, which, by all the pictures, it really looks like love and happiness and laughter yeah. and the family. The picture I think we're showing right and now is uh, look at look at they just look so happy. So happy. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Um, it was a huge party. It was a huge party weekend. Friday night, instead of a, having a rehearsal dinner, they had a whole dance-off where Priyanka's family versus Nick's family, they danced against each other. Again, where's our live cameras? I yeah. wanted to watch that live. <laughs> yeah. um, but after that, throughout the days leading up to it, Priyanka's mom was kind of being like a tour guide to Nick's family yes. and friends and kind of showing how beautiful their country is. And I thought that was beautiful. I think one of the reasons that so many people obsess over this wedding right now is the fact that it's not here in America. It's in a foreign country that we don't know that much about. We're getting to see the beauty of another culture, which I think is amazing. Gorgeous. We get to see Priyanka looking gorgeous in a custom silk gown from one of the designers in the Hindu religion, um, Hindu culture. I think that's amazing. When they actually said I do's, the fashion was insane, and that's what I love. Every single person was decked from head to toe in Ralph Lauren. I'm just going to say, okay, so yeah, I wanted to know the designer, and I knew you would know that. Um, Alina, what do you think... um, of uh, this, though, the sideshow, though. I was noticing some stuff. Okay, so it's Nick and Priyanka's day, and, I, and and then all these articles about why Meghan... And I can't believe I clicked on it. <laughs> why Meghan Markle is not going to be at it. Because but they're, they're sti- best friends. I know, but it was like... She's pregnant, pregnant, which by the way, that was the answer. She couldn't fly. (laughs) And I was mad at myself that I actually clicked on. It was like, why isn't her? But they're still ride or die. Everybody, they're still ride or die. She's just pregnant. She couldn't fly. Yeah. But do you think that that's so distracting? Like, that is what makes me despise the part of select. Like, there's so many more stories to think out there that just can spin a story. Like, I've done it for a living. To spin stories for, but like, is that like? It's like beside the point to me. Where am I wrong? Am I being too harsh? But it's no, like, no, it's it, you're completely on point. Like, of course she can't be there. She's pregnant. She's <laughs> oh pregnant with the prince. You know, yeah, like, they're still really good friends. I'm sure she would have loved to have loved been to there, be there and experience, especially this type of culture and all yeah. the beauty that bringing two cultures together is. So just. Let them be. Yeah, we just want to celebrate yeah. Nick and Priyanka. I mean, there's yeah. articles out there, but no one's reading them except for maybe Joseph because <laughs> Joseph wanted to click on that article. I think it's just I hate but... read. I hate read. Like, hate watch. I hate read That's certain okay. sites. That's like, I hate read them. It's but like I'm going to kind of spin it again because I'm actually very surprised in a very good way because Joe Jonas is uh, Nick Jonas's brother. Yeah. His fiance is Sophie Turner from Game, from of, Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. one of the biggest shows in the world. Yeah. And what articles have we seen about them? Almost nothing. The I, only thing that I heard. But I, I love heard, that. It's that's like, what you know I love. What? The occasional paparazzi photo, if it's really interesting to people, of them that's going fine. into Whole Foods in their sweats, which that, oh, I never <laughs> understand that. PDA alert, everybody. PDA. I could sit on a whole 42 minutes and make fun of celebrity gossip <laughs> sites all day long because it's ridiculous. Because it's like, again, bringing it back to reality, we've got. Uh, kids being tear gassed at the border. We've got a lot of problems, and it's like at the end of the day, we don't care about who is 
banging who. At least I don't personally. That's just my opinion. Maybe it's my age. I'm older now. I, I don't care. I think it's an escape. Yeah, it's an escape. And it's that you live in LA and see it all the time. That's deal with it. But people like in middle America, they care. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if I was a celebrity, like honestly, and you really, I love it like the celebrities that act so put upon in LA, like, oh, I can't get my privacy. Go to move to New York. If I was a, a yeah. famous celebrity, that's what I would do. If you really didn't want that, because I lived in New York for like five years early, early on, you can disappear in New York if you're, so it's like, I don't even want to hear a celebrity being like, I can't get privacy in LA. <laughs> Going to Whole Foods, it's like you tip them off. Like let's let's like call a spade a spade. You you want the attention because yeah. if you didn't, you'd live somewhere else. You wouldn't. You don't have to live here, anyway. Very true. Con- I just want to say I'm very excited <coughs> for Thanksgiving next year, just to see all of those celebrities in one room. Like their Thanksgiving table is yeah. probably like the most amazing. I can I have an invite again? Where's my invite? I just pray. Nick and Priyanka, please, please, no e-reality shows. Please, don't ruin it. I don't think they would. Don't don't ruin it. Please, I think they're going to be busy making a baby. Okay, wonderful. Well, congrats to both of them. And we're excited for Joe and Sophie's wedding in the summer in France. They just announced that today. So we're excited. Okay, so we're going to move really quickly because we've got a couple minutes left. Um... Because we were gushing over Ariana <laughs> for longer than I thought, but there was an excellent op-ed um, in uh, Hollywood Reporter this week, coming right before or on the same around the same time of the new allegations against Neil DeGrasse Tyson, <laughs> which yep. I had reversed on my rundown. And Madison, thank you for pointing that You're out. Welcome. Neil DeGrasse Tyson uh, has been accused by two women. The latest in the Me Too. Um, one of my favorite TV critics, Maureen Ryan, wrote an op-ed um, in Hollywood Reporter that hit, she, and essentially the headline is, Hollywood's Me Too crisis won't subside until the industry's rebuilt. She's saying, okay, during the past year, individuals have learned a lot, but institutions haven't changed at all, so the guilds have to step it up. She goes on to basically say that even though women have gotten braver about coming forward, it's still the infrastructure of Hollywood and the power system that is not changing. And I think we've said this yeah, on a couple of our episodes. And it's nice to actually see that uh, there's like-minded, smart people saying it. Um, what are our just initial thoughts on that? Like with Neil, Neil obviously we should say has been accused but has denied the allegations in a very – do you want to just read a couple lines from yeah, his uh, so Facebook? He, yeah, he put his statement out today on his Facebook. Uh, so here's a couple of lines from it. It says, I've recently been publicly accused of sexual misconduct. These accusations have received a fair amount of press in the past 48 hours unaccompanied by my reactions. In many cases, it's not the media's fault. I decline to comment on the grounds that serious accusations should not be adjudicated in the press, but clearly I cannot continue to stay silent. So below, I offer my account of each accusation. And he goes on to further describe in detail um, his accounts of the accusations that were labeled against him. So we're obviously not um, the people to determine this. He is being investigated. He got very scientific and analytical about it. However... There is one little thing out there. It was reported that he had been accused even in, like, 2014 from a woman uh, previously. And, again, I feel like the Me Too movement, and we've said this again, that it's, like, strength in numbers. It's, like, you've got one sort of lodged against you, and then you're saying, no, it's one thing. You've got a couple. I'm not – I'm reserving judgment. Um, I think that there is a certain turn of the tide that men – are taking a stand a little bit more. I think ever since um, 
there was like a turning point with the head of CBS, and now there's just you can't. I, I do. I do. I, I'm not quick to judge. You know what I mean? Like we don't know yet. Even though it's two women, uh, we don't know yet. I want to get back because I kind of like digressed into him from this Maureen Ryan piece. So really quick though, just the overall Me Too uh, crisis where there's a good part in here where she's saying she's saying like. What are employees supposed to think when people in comedy, drama, late night, morning program, the news division, and the C-suite are all accused of either engaging in or enabling toxic and harassing behavior? Are those rank-and-file workers at um, these places or anywhere else really supposed to feel their concerns are going to be taken seriously? The sad fact is every person trying to report abuse, officially or unofficially, knows they could be ending their career. It's a spin of the roulette wheel. She goes on to say that um, occasionally you've seen companies and studios take action, but there's not... A consistency, and again, uh, time's up. I, I, I keep I keep saying this like I'm a broken record. Time's up needs to be empowered by the studios and networks right. collectively to take hold of this and establish um, the way you have government agencies that have to establish laws and bylaws that companies like you want to do this and sell these certain products. You have to like you have to like govern between these. Uh, uh, laws and guidelines. I mean, is that so unreasonable? Like to think that something like that should either one of you? I think that at the end of the day, it comes down to a respect for everybody, and it's an it's an interesting conversation and a difficult conversation because there's so many different views and ways to go about it. But there's so many men out there who have been doing this for so long. And they haven't been accused yet. And because they haven't been accused yet, they're going to yeah. continue doing it because they think they're in the clear. Because this has been happening for over a year now. Yeah. I think that until we effectively recognize who those people are and until we can replace them with, hey, maybe a woman. Women. Yeah. As I, say, right? as I say with two smart women yeah. on my panel, like more often than not, I have women on my show. I, I agree. I agree. We women need to be put problems. at the higher, 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 higher ranks. We still have an embarrassing percentage of males running the industry. And it's just like until, I hate to say it, like some of these like dinosaurs either die off or retire. It's like, and you start putting in fresh people and women and people with new ideas and people of um, a different thought process and a new generation it's just it's and never going to maybe gonna... a woman who has experience in all of this who has exactly. been a victim in all of this should be up in that power to come up with some ideas of how to better the company that they work for because you could put a woman up there but if she doesn't have the same experience of somebody who has been through it there is a possibility that she could say well the person who they're accusing of you know makes a lot of money for the studio so that money is always going to come into play yeah. um, so you have to make sure that the people that are in power have some sympathy mm-hmm. and empathy for the victims that are you know, exactly. being accused so there you go we've solved the Me Too crisis in three minutes Who? or less <laughs> so. two women and Joseph there we go exactly. <laughs> I just want to thank you Madison for thank coming you. by the show again Alina thank you for co-piling as, as usual can you quickly here. tell everybody where to find us because yes. they're finding us on Apple but they can find us elsewhere Go yeah ahead. you guys can find us a whole slew of places so you can watch us on After Buzz TV and YouTube subscribe to MTHP on Apple Podcasts you know yes. like us Give us those good ratings. We love that. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Meet the Hollywood Press and on Twitter at Meet the HWD Press. 
I want to thank you everybody else for watching and stay tuned. We're going to have some um, some some new exciting things coming up in 2019 on our show. And that's all. So happy Sunday fun day and we'll see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 